Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Think on These Things podcast. My name is Kairu, and I am your host. Today is the 79th episode of this entire series. It is the 79th time I am sitting down as a podcast host, and we are diving into the 39th affirmation in the second chapter of the Book of Positive Affirmations. If you are watching the video version of the podcast, you see my tried and true book here in my hand. Um, And if you've been with us at all across this journey of 78, now 79 episodes, I want to say thank you. Um, It is not taken lightly. I don't take it for granted. And Today, because it is the closing of the second chapter, or the penultimate affirmation, I should say, I um, I have an idea of what's going to be said for the next couple of days. There are a few key affirmations that I remember exactly which ones they are and where they land in the book. So I already know, without looking ahead, where we are in this series. And yesterday's affirmation, we discussed strength. Um, And we also, I took a lot of time to talk about leveraging that awareness of strength um, and really just awareness of self in general. Um, However, I titled yesterday's episode, Praise for Strength. And without even looking at the affirmation for today, I already know what it's going to be about. So if you want to sort of write down the title of the, the episode, it's not something we normally do. Um, I just want to give you an opportunity now. I'm going to title this episode, Praise for Weakness. And I already know that this one is going to speak to somebody today. Um, Because I haven't even gone into it. I don't have a script. I don't have prepared notes or anything of that nature. And I already feel it working on the inside of me. I'm telling you, sometimes you, if there's any speakers who are listening to this series, if they're listening to this episode in particular, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Whether you're speaking in the church or you're speaking in uh, the, the, the Senate, if you're speaking in the, the crack house to, to, to the crackheads and the addicts in the room, if you're speaking to the people in the jailhouse, if you're speaking to the people in the school, Whatever your form may be, you know that when there's a message that's brewing on the inside of you, even if you prepared notes, even if you took time and you uh, you had a script even, you know if there's a message that's brewing on the inside of you, you feel it and it hits different, right? Um, similarly, you know, if you're a painter or a dancer, an interpretive dancer, especially someone who performs freeform in the moment, you know, you feel something and that moves just different on the inside of you. You paint differently. You move. You dance differently, right? Or you speak. Um, I was thinking of like a, a poet or an orator, someone who's not necessarily doing like motivational speaking, right? Um, you, you perform with a different sort of energy is what I'm saying. And I, I feel that today's affirmation and what we're going to be discussing today has that sort of energy behind it. Because we often look at our weaknesses as bad things, as negative things. And I want to really discuss uh, that and the other side. I want to discuss more holistically weakness today. So before I start going in, 
I'm going to read the actual affirmation, turn the page. So if you have the book with you, the book of positive affirmations, we're going to the 39th affirmation in the second chapter of the book. It's the second to last affirmation in the second chapter. Very easy to find. If you don't have the book, you can go to www.madeupmind.org madeupmind.org and that's where you're going to purchase your copy of the book for yourself and for everyone you know um, and you can also access a wealth of mental wellness resources on that website as well uh, discussing mental health challenges and solutions uh, therapy and healthy alternatives trending topics in the field of mental wellness and also in the study of positive psychology so there's really just all sorts of information and content that you're going to be able to find on that website. Chiefly among those is the opportunity to purchase the book of Positive Affirmations as we are going through this series together and as you're going through your everyday life, um, you know, as an individual. So before I read today's affirmation, I want you to take a moment to center yourself. If you want to take a moment to do some breathing exercises, you can inhale through the nose and exhale through the mouth. Once more in through the nose. And out through the mouth. And a final time through the nose. And out through the mouth. The affirmation for today reads as follows. Every day, I am increasingly aware of my weaknesses, the areas in which I am preparing to grow. I will read that a second time. Every day, I am increasingly aware of my weaknesses, the areas in which I am preparing to grow. And a third time. Every day, I am increasingly aware of my weaknesses, the areas in which I am preparing to grow. Let me just ask, I don't know, did you get it? Did you get that? When this book was coming together, I've mentioned this before, that it's really not about me coming up with things to say so much as it is me being divinely inspired and essentially downloading this book and putting it into word form, putting it together as a collection of affirmations so that it could be understood as it is consumed by the masses, if you will. And when these two affirmations, I'm speaking about yesterday and today, came along, it was very easy to write, every day I am increasingly aware of my strengths. Because you read that and you automatically feel great right? You automatically feel, even for the person who's not actually thinking of the utility of the affirmation, for the person who's just, oh, I just want to flip through and read some things and go, right? 
because let's be real, some people, they might even be listening right now. You're still valuable. You're still worthy. I still see you. I still hear you. I still am rooting for you, right? For the people who don't sit down and consider and reflect and review and dutifully apply these affirmations to their lives, you can read that at a quick glance and go, great, that makes sense. I get it. Good. I'm, I'm increasingly aware of my strengths. Flip the page to every day I am increasingly aware of my weaknesses. Imagine if there was a period there. How much more difficult would it be to move forward through this series of affirmations after flipping the page and going every day, I am increasingly aware of my weaknesses. Leaving the onus on you to determine what the utility of that statement is. This is what I mean when I say that these were all uniquely and carefully crafted for the reader so that it would be of high, the highest advantage to everyone that reads it. Because even if you just flip through and you're not really taking inventory and really reviewing what you're reading here, adding on that, that uh, second part or that part B or that part de, I think that's the way you pronounce that word in French, um, to this affirmation, the areas in which I am preparing to grow, it helps us to process what we just said in the beginning of this affirmation. I just said, I'm increasingly aware of my weaknesses. What? What is that supposed to do for me? Am I just supposed to be hyper aware of all the areas where I'm, quote unquote, not enough, where I don't meet the standard, where I don't make the bar, right? That's not what this affirmation is designed to encourage your, you to focus on. Instead, the reason that we are affirming our awareness, our increasing awareness of our weaknesses, is so that we can affirm our awareness of the areas where we are preparing to grow. Somebody is rejoicing right off of that right now. And that's why this is called praise for weakness. Because when we understand where we are weak, where we are needing improvement, where we are needing growth, where we are needing reform, where we are needing healing. Ooh, y'all, by the way, I'm recording this episode and Friday's episode later in the morning. So it's going to be, you know, we might be a little louder. Um, I'm testing something out, okay? Because I, I, I've wanted to have these really calm, quiet episodes. And then there's some days where I know I'm a little off the charts. And I feel like yesterday's episode was a little um, roller coastery because I started to get excited, especially towards the end. Today, I already knew I was going to be on a level. So I wanted to make sure that we have space for, for I think, commensurate energy. Uh, energy that is commensurate with the message on Thursday and Friday's episode, and sort of testing the waters on something. Um, anyway, what we're discussing here, right, is that 
our weaknesses, being aware of our weaknesses, empowers us because it equips us with the awareness of what needs to be done in our lives. And when we understand the what of what, need, like what needs to be done, right? We can begin to understand the how, how we get it done, how we pursue clarity and confidence, even in this. How we pursue healing, even in this. How we pursue wholeness and restoration, even in this. How we pursue uh, the mend of broken hearts and broken relationships, even in this. Mm. Praise for weakness. Write that down. Praise. If you didn't write it down when I told you to write it down earlier, write it down now. Praise for weakness. I've got praise for weakness because it means that there's an area where I can triumph over challenge. And when we triumph over challenge, we come out with a testimony. We come out with a story of how we overcame overwhelm. My stomach has got something to say. Shut up. (laughs) I'll eat after this episode is done. We have a story of how we overcame overwhelm. And what does that do? When we share those stories, not only does it help the people who hear those stories, we're one of the people in the audience. It helps us to overcome overwhelm in the next moment, in the next season, in the next chapter of our lives. Y'all, mm-mm, mm-mm. This is moving. Because if you've ever had a storm that you had to make your way out of, I don't care if you were all by yourself or if you had a village that helped you get out. A storm is a storm. Trouble is trouble. Heartache is heartache. A wound is a wound. You felt that thing. That meant something to you. That changed you in ways that some of you can't even describe. But you're still here. You made it some way, somehow. But in order to address a conflict or a crisis, you have to be able to communicate the details of whatever it is you're facing. In order to overcome the crises that we're facing in our lives, we must be able to communicate the individual challenges that we're facing. You go to a doctor and you say, hey, I've got, I've got pain in my shoulder. The doctor is going to touch and feel and say, hey, I'm going to apply some pressure in this area. I'm going to get as close as I can to the specific region, to the specific area where the hurt has occurred, where the pain is taking place. I want to make sure 
I understand what it is you're facing to the best of my ability so I can help you to make the right choices to get you out of the situation you're in. If it's a lot of silence on this episode, it's because I'm processing some things at the same time that you are. Because it's real things that every single one of us are going through in life. Ooh, it's real things that each and every one of us are going through in our lives. If we're honest, it's real challenges that we're facing. Even if your challenge is as simple as, I'm a straight A student and I just want to make sure I continue to get straight A. So I got to put my best effort forward and I have to block out all distractions. And it's really hard because my social life is just starting to bloom. And I want to make sure that I can maintain these friendships, that I can maintain momentum in my party life and have my, my new identity as a, as a social butterfly while also maintaining straight A's. And that can be very overwhelming for a lot of people. You want to make sure that you're doing the right thing. Don't, don't minimize your struggle because somebody else is dealing with a physical affliction. Their struggle is their struggle. Your struggle is your struggle. You got to address the challenges you're facing in your own life in order for you to overcome overwhelm in your own life, for you to conquer the challenges that you're facing and become the champion that you know you can be. In order for that other person who's facing a physical affliction, they got to go and get help for their physical affliction, right? So let's not compare apples to oranges. If you're facing a struggle, face the struggle, face it and rise above it. Conquer the challenge, become the champion. You're not going to conquer the challenges of your own life by trying to fix everybody else's problems. Too many of us are telling everybody else about their own weaknesses and never evaluating the actual pervasive weaknesses that exist in our own lives, in our own selves, in our minds, and in our bodies. We refuse to address the challenges that are presenting themselves to us in our own lives. Sorry if that's a loud vehicle as consequences of recording later in the day. Sometimes, if we're not careful, we get so caught up in addressing the weaknesses of everyone else, trying to counsel everybody else. And they keep coming to you for help because you keep opening the door, right? But you need to close the door sometimes so that you can have some private time so you can reflect on what's going well and what's going awry in your own life, in your own mind, in your own heart, in your physical body sometimes. And you need to take care of those challenges that are coming up in your life. Praise for weakness. There is beauty in awareness of all things. Weakness is not something to ignore. What happens when you neglect to treat a wound? Well, most likely it's going to become infected, right? It's going to remain a problem. Worse off, it may grow into a bigger problem if you don't take care of it. Being aware of the weakness is an empowering encounter. Coming into the knowledge and the understanding of a weakness that exists in your life 
is coming into an, an encounter with power and potential. You can leverage that awareness to overcome whatever it is you're going through, whatever it is you're facing. I think about some, and I don't, there's, you know, I don't share everything. Um, there's some really real things that are coming to my mind about some health issues that I had in my own life that I had to come to terms with. And if I'm honest, as I reflect, at first, I wanted to ignore it because that's what I was trained to do. And I'm not going to delve into the depths of that um, too much, but I grew up in poverty, um, and statistically, people who grow up in poverty, especially in certain uh, minority demographics, I'm black, obviously, you can see that, you know that, uh, if you've been watching, you can see I'm on the cover of the show. Uh, I grew up in poverty in a single parent home. We didn't have the money to be going, like if I had you know, a tummy ache, we weren't going to see the doctor, we were going to the store and buying ginger ale, right? This is the 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 very common story of black people in the United States of America, especially of poor black people, um, or even lower middle class. You know, healthcare in this nation is we're not going into the details of it. Terrible. Um, so, when I was facing this health scare as a young adult or new adult, whatever, for the beginning portion of it. I wanted to ignore it and just hopefully it would just sort of go away. I would sleep off pain um, just the same way we would sleep off hunger. You don't have money for food, go to sleep, right? Um, I would sleep off the pain or that, at least that was my method. Just rest and it will go away. Unfortunately, it did not go away. In fact, it got worse. There was an internal rip there was hemorrhaging, there was a lot of things that were happening. And I remember going to work and being in such excruciating pain, I just couldn't take it. And so I um, made a phone call, I called my mother, and I, I had to be honest about the experience that I was facing. And eventually I had to go and see a doctor about it. I went to see a doctor about it, took a week off of work, did some, uh, made some changes to my, my health plan, my meal plan, um, and my exercise plan, and felt a bit better, went back to work, and honestly, it was almost a, almost a year, probably nine months between the first doctor's visit and the week off of work, and then the second doctor's visit which was followed by months off of work. And what happened in that second round was really life altering. And I have been through so much pain that I don't even like to really think about it, to be completely honest. I also um, am grateful for that season, though, because it revealed a lot of strength and power within me. The power of my mind, the power of my will was really revealed to me during that time in a way that it had not been revealed prior to this experience. 
And what I really took from that above all else was just that I'm capable. If I'm willing, I'm capable. If I'm willing, I'm capable. And even though I'm going to face situations that are overwhelming, that hurt, that, that physically hurt, oh my God, that are painful to endure emotionally, mentally, financially, spiritually, if I'm willing, I'm able. Changed my whole life. And through that lens of that experience, and I'm not saying everybody has to go through something that that's life, that's so life altering in that manner. Some of you, you have to go through something like that in order to, to uh, realize and understand and come into the knowledge and understanding of this power that you have, that everybody has. But if I'm willing, I'm able. Because even after going through that, I've been in seasons of my life where it was very easy to forget that. And here's part of why. Because we're conditioned to shy away from weakness. So we do what? We shy away from weakness. We excuse ourselves from the conversation uh, of weakness. We excuse ourselves from the consequences of neglecting weakness. And then we wonder why we're in situations that we believe we don't deserve. Somebody needs to go back and listen to yesterday's episode. Somebody needs to go back and review the last 50 weeks of this year and understand the cause and effect between their words and their actions and the situations that some of you are in right now. You need to go back and review the last 50 weeks of your life. I have to go back and review the last 50 weeks of my life to really understand the cause and effect between some challenges and some triumphs that I'm currently facing. All right. And I think we lost the video. I'm not sure what's going on here. Give me one second. I'm just going to plug that in. Well, I'm just going to plug that in and we're going to hope for the best here. I think it's gone. Anyway, what I'm saying. Yeah, it died. Um, hopefully that we'll, we'll be fine with the audio version of the episode. What I'm saying is this. Our weaknesses, they have utility. They reveal to us our potential for growth. I know I talk about us not ever being able to perceive the fullness of our potential. One moment. So sorry. This video went away. For those of you who are watching the video episode, the iPad is at 1%. So I'm really um, risking it for the bit, risking it for the biscuit. I don't like that saying. But anyway, um, I was talking about how important it is to be aware of our weaknesses and how we've been conditioned to shy away from our weaknesses and the consequences of our weaknesses. Uh, and, and instead of facing those realities, we sort of neglect them. Um, and that has consequences. <laughs> the ramifications of neglect are really 
underestimated and under um, discussed, underrepresented in, in public discourse. But the reality is the utility of, of awareness when it comes to our weakness is that it allows us to see potential. And the audio audience got this already a little bit. But we're able to see potential. I've talked about us never being able to see the limit of our potential. Um, and in many cases, us being unaware of our potential until we actually act and produce something. And then we look back and we see our potential. But I haven't ever actually haven't ever actually spoken about our ability to perceive potential through weakness. And that's what I want to touch on before we go. That when you are aware of a weakness or an area in which you have the space to grow or a need to improve and grow, that awareness alone gives you insight into your potential. I just got done giving you this whole spiel from my own life that taught me undoubtedly, if I am willing, I am able. If I am willing to build a successful business, I am able. If I am willing to commit to relationships that push me into purpose and into power, I am able. If I am willing to say no to situations that will cause me harm, that I know will bring me unhappiness and will render me fruitless in this season, I am able. If I am willing, I am able. If I am willing, I am able. If I am willing... I am able. So if I am weak and I know I can be strong, if I'm willing, I am able. If I am emotionally weak in this area and I know I can be strong, if I know I can build self-awareness, if I know I can build self-control, if I know I can build social awareness, if I know I can build relationship management skills, I know that if I'm willing, I am able. This is why you got to make up your mind. This is why you have to decide and commit. This is why you have to be consistent. You can't be consistent if you haven't made up your mind. It's not going to happen because today you're going to feel like you can do it. And tomorrow you're going to feel like you can't. And so you don't because you don't want to. This is why you have to make up your mind. This is why you have to surround yourself with energy, with influences that encourage you to maintain a made-up mind. This is not a game. This is life. If you view life as a game, that's okay. I'm not going to tell you that that's wrong. Because chess is a game. Some people don't like it. Some people think it's boring. Some people don't get it. And they don't want to do anything with it. But it's about analyzing the potential cause and effect as it relates to your actions, what you decide to do, and what actually happens in the aftermath of your decision being made. 
when I look at my weaknesses today, especially after this episode, because I'm taking notes, just like I'm telling y'all to take notes. As I sit with this affirmation, I'm looking at my life and some situations that I'm living through now, some challenges and some triumphs, and I am reviewing the relationship between what I decided to do and what is actually happening now in the aftermath of the decisions I made, in the aftermath of the words that I said, in the aftermath of the deeds that I performed. And I'm looking, specifically in the context of today's affirmation, I'm looking to see where could I have performed better? I'm not obsessing over, I made a mistake, or I did that wrong, I'm such a bad person. None of those things should be in your thought process as you go through this, as you go through this review, okay? Because we're all human. We all do things really well sometimes, and sometimes we do things not so well. And sometimes we do things that are just terrible, just awful, right? In this practice, I'm reviewing the decisions that I made poorly, the behaviors that I performed that were disadvantageous to myself or to others. And I'm considering how going forward I can improve in my words and in my deeds, where I can grow in my awareness of what is good and what is right for me and in my commitment to performing what is good and what is right for me, or to focusing on what is good and what is right for me, and choosing a path that is good and that is right for me. That's how we leverage awareness of weakness into opportunities for growth. And that's why we say praise for weakness, not pity. Anyone who is encouraging pity for weakness, that's the focal point of their uh, acknowledgement of finding, discovering, understanding weakness. Oh, it's such a shame. I want to encourage you and invite you right now to dismiss yourself from their presence. And if you can't physically leave them right now, you can refuse that perspective. There's nothing disrespectful about saying, hey, you know what? Yes, I have this weakness, but this is an opportunity of, of growth for me. This is a growth opportunity for me. And my intention is to leverage my awareness of this weakness for growth. <laughs> Because the next time a challenge like this comes around in my life, I'm not going to sit and cry and mope under the weight of overwhelm. I am going to get up. I'm going to face it. I'm going to rise. I'm going to be better. Yes, I said something that didn't, that didn't uh, click or have the impact that I intended during this season. Yes, I did something 
that didn't... I'm like, I think my, my lip is falling apart. These are the consequences of seeing yourself on camera. Um, I, I, I did something this season that wasn't so great. And had an adverse impact on myself or my relationships with others. Instead of beating myself up for making the wrong decision. I'm going to leverage that. If I need to ask for forgiveness, let me make that right. If I need to forgive myself because I'm harboring, even unconsciously, some bad feelings or some regret... I need to take the time to do that so that I can reform my behavior after reforming my thought process and reestablishing my posture so that I can lead a more healthy and advantageous purpose-driven life. Praise for weakness. My stomach is growling. I don't know if that's going to be edited out. I'm almost done. Three minutes. Praise for weakness. Anyone who's made it this far in this series, the 79th episode, right? Or who's even just made it this far in this episode? We're 37 minutes into this episode. Y'all are more than just gardeners. Y'all are more than just scholars, even. At this point, you know, this kind of commitment, this is, this is the territory of saints. And I might get some people who are upset and they might think, you know, this sacrilegious, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. What I'm saying is, what is more noble than choosing self-love, self-awareness, self-discipline? How can you help somebody if you cannot even help yourself or if you're unwilling to help yourself? How can you heal somebody or bring somebody into the experience of healing if you don't know healing for yourself? We spend so much time labeling people, people. We label people as toxic. That's deranged. But we'll get to that another day. We label people, places, and things as toxic all the time. When's the last time you discussed healing? When's the last time you discussed a person, a place, or a thing that helped facilitate healing in your life, in your mind, in your body, in your spirit? When's the last time you helped facilitate healing in someone else's life? True healing, not evasion tactics, not running away from something, but running into. I need y'all to really catch me on this. Praise for weakness is not something that just sounds good because yesterday's episode was praise for strength. Praise for weakness is a very real thing. When you discover that you have an opportunity for growth, that you can see an expected end, 
A lot of times we go through life, we're searching for purpose, we're searching for passion, and we're, we're still living on these antiquated ideas of abstract wholeness and health and wellness and spirituality, and none of it's ever rooted in concrete um, information that we can actually act on, right? And in many of those cases, people die without ever reaching the experience of purpose, without ever reaching the experience of nirvana, without ever experiencing the, uh, ex reaching the experience of eudaimonia because they don't have any grounding or basis in reality. That's why we're doing this whole series so that you come away from these episodes with a concrete understanding of how what we just said today, what we just affirmed from this book is practically useful for the right now, not later when you get to work, not later when you get home, not tomorrow or sometime next week, right now. Praise for weakness is I'm looking at the situations that I'm facing right now and I'm seeing how I'm responding to them. I can see a pattern that is not helping me to move forward in my life. It's a decision, a thought process, a, a, a pattern of words and actions that I am demonstrating, that I am implementing, that I'm adhering to, that I need to reform. And now that I'm aware of my contribution to the experience that I'm facing or the series of experiences that I am facing, I am aware of how my shift is expected to impact growth in my life. And now that I have an idea of what that growth looks like, whether I'm going to contact a mentor, I'm going to contact a friend, I'm going to contact a therapist, I'm going to go to www.madeupmind.org and read something for myself, whatever the course of action may be, I know what I'm pursuing. I got clarity and confidence on what I am expecting. And that I know if there's anything that I know for sure, it's if I'm willing, I am able. Let me go. It's been 40 minutes. This is the probably the longest episode ever, but I'm telling you right now, and I lost my place in the book. That's okay. We're second to last uh, episode of the second series, chapter, season. Um, I'm telling you right now, praise for weakness will change your life. I can't tell you how powerful those moments of my life were when I couldn't even walk. My God. And I can see the shift in my mindset as I look back and reflect on those times where I, ha Ooh, I had to crawl to take a bath. I literally could not walk. But somehow I found peace and resolve in that season. And it's easy to take things for granted when you're not going through struggle that restrains you physically. Yeah, it's, it's actually really easy when you're not going through struggle that restrains you financially. You pretend that problems don't exist. You can't have real conversations with people about their problems because you don't have real conversations about your own problems. I don't care what position, what uh, level of education you have. If you cannot communicate the problems that you're facing in your own life, 
you should not be helping other people navigate the problems that are in their lives. You got to get real about what's happening inside before you can get real about what's happening outside. You may be able to do some patchwork here and there, regurgitate something that you learned in uh, in class or in uh, your, your training or at your internship or whatever the case may be. But until you deal with what's happening on the inside, you will be rendering yourself powerless in the face of what's happening on the outside. And we don't have the time to really dive into that uh, as much as I'd like to. But I look at how my mindset shifted and how it changed my life, mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially, and emotionally. It changed my whole life. And in a matter of years, you know, we went through the pandemic and that was a, a big moment in time where a lot of things happened for me in all those different ways, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially. And my life was changed again. But this time, I didn't have the same drive that I had before when I was physically ailed and could not move in many ways. So I can see new patterns of behavior that developed from that season in my life and how it has impacted me and the challenges and triumphs I faced on the back end of those decisions I made from that season. And today, as I look at those two, sometimes you got to go further back than the last 50 weeks. Sometimes you really need to go back to the last five years and look at where you challenged, uh, where you were challenged and where you were triumphant. And you need to make decisions that align with your intentions, that leverage the best of your best and reform thought processes, processes and decision-making habits that led to the worst of your worst. So with that being said, we're at 45 minutes. I want you to take this and run with it. Go back, listen to it again if you need to. Take notes. If you're not taking notes when you're listening to this series, reform that behavioral pattern. Take notes. Because what I'm telling you is from my perspective, from things that I've lived, and also from uh, you know what I've learned through research, what is gener generally true um, through the philosophy of positive psychology and, and all that we're discussing here in this series, uh, what you're going through as an individual is an entirely unique thing. It's a unique experience that is unique to you. The culmination of experiences that brought you to where you are today is unique to you. So whatever it is that you're going through, I can't write that down for you. And you can't rely on me to call that out on every one of these episodes. You got to get real about that. You have to write that down. You don't have to show it to anybody. You don't have to call a friend. You don't have to call a mentor. You don't have to call a counselor or a therapist. You can. In many cases, it is advised to do one of those four things, right? It is not necessary. It's not a requirement of listening to this series. What I really strongly urge you to do, though, is to take this information and to look at your own life and to see 
how this information can be applied to help you live your best, most adventurous and healthiest life. And if you'd like to share some stories or you have some questions that you'd like to uh, share on the back end of listening to this episode or any episode for that matter, please feel free to reach out to me at Hiaskai, H-I-G-H-A-S-K-I on X, on Instagram, on Medium, anywhere I am at on social media. Reach out to me, write a post to me, and I will get back to you as soon as I possibly can. I'm going to release you into your day. I hope you have an amazing day. We'll be back tomorrow for the 80th episode of the Think on These Things podcast, the final episode of this season, and the final affirmation of the second chapter of the Book of Positive Affirmations. Until then, love y'all. Peace.